We continue with the Daily Sports Feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Rigert. Pleasure to have you along. Let's talk some James Madison men's soccer as they did wrap up their season this past weekend in the Sweet 16 of the NCAA tournament as they fell to Loyola Marymount 1-0 in that game out in California. Let's talk to the head coach, the Dukes. That is Paul Zizinski. Hi, Coach. How are you, sir? I'm doing excellent. Thanks for having me, as always, Dave. Is it kind of weird right now trying to kind of figure out what's next when this season is over, unfortunately? Yeah, I think every season you kind of have a day or two to breathe and relax, and then you you know you're back at it. Uh, we have uh, you know individual meetings uh, once the season wraps up. You you sit down with every player, and you know you do a little uh, house cleaning with the, in terms of the organizational side of of office work and that emails and just you name it. So it never really stops. Uh, you know, got yesterday to breathe a little bit with this, the staff, but, uh, just, you know, uh, you know, looking forward to another season next uh, year and working towards that. You know, obviously it, it, you guys got back late Sunday. It's, it's, <laughs> you haven't had much time to really think and reflect, but, um, it's what a run you guys had in the, in the tournament, beating Pitt and Georgetown, um, playing with Loyola, had a chance to win that one as well, but what a ride it was, I'm sure. Yeah, it was exciting. You know, the guys, a testament to them and their mindset. I think that, you know, throughout the year, we had a couple ups and downs as to pretty much every team across the country, but, you know, they never doubted each other, that they stayed confident. And we knew that we had the caliber of, of team to, to make a run. We had a lot of depth this year and that shined through in the postseason, and we were able to get some big wins against Pitt and Georgetown and then make our way out to California. And you know, a, a really competitive LMU side, and, and I thought we played well. So, yeah, I mean, it was a, a great season um, and, and one for the history books, uh, you know, the fifth time in the program's history. I believe it's 55 years um, that, that we were able to make the, the Sweet 16. So yeah. a testament to the guys and, and their hard work along the way. Let's talk about the game Saturday night against Loyola. Obviously, you guys you guys played well, just couldn't find the back of the net. Did you feel like you, you, you played about as well as you could? Obviously, you'd like to find some goals, but, but were you happy with how you played for the most part? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, we really stuck to the game plan, and we had four or five chances early on yeah. that uh, were, were clear-cut chances. We just didn't finish. The goalkeeper made some good saves. And uh, that's tournament, you know, uh, play where every single chance matters. And we had plenty of them, uh, just didn't convert. And, uh, you know, they're a transitional team, and, and they did a great job to pick their moment and uh, score that goal. Um, but our guys played well, and they battled through some adverse moments uh, on and off the field and really just showed up and competed. And that's the, all we could ask for, for the, from this group. And I think that they certainly represented JMU to the highest possible standard and played good soccer once again. Uh, you know, I think we had 15 shots, if my recollection, if mm -hmm. my memory serves me correct. Right. And, uh, you know, a goalkeeper made eight saves. So we had plenty of opportunities on the offensive side of the ball. And our defense played well. And uh, just we conceded that one moment. And that's yeah. uh, tournament soccer. Yeah, no question, and, and it was it was fun early on to watch your 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 game. Uh, we we were at the football game, then we watched some of yours early on, and you got a lot of good chances early on, a lot of corner kicks early. But you really you applied a lot of pressure early in the match, didn't you? Was that kind of the, the 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 hope that you you could do that? Yeah, I mean, you always want to start out, you know, uh, firing on all cylinders. I think maybe you know that uh, initial fifteen minutes was almost too good without playing, <laughs> you know, without putting the ball in the back of the right. net. It's it, it's like we were clicking, everything was feeling good, the ball was being circulated, and we were creating chances. 
Um, that's why we were unfortunate not to, to see one go in the back of the net because we knew that that probably wouldn't last the entire match. Um, and I think that we still had uh, stints of the game after that where we were playing well and, and still created, especially, you know, in the second half, there was a couple of moments where we definitely could have scored or, um, you know, certain things just didn't go our way. But uh, overall, the chances were there. We played well that first 15 minutes. We were all over them. We just, we just couldn't find one. Did they, did they do pretty much what you thought they would do? Did they do anything different than, than what you, you assume they do with, with your scout and everything? No, not not tremendously different. I mean, we 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 kind of pegged uh, the the coaching staff. I think put together a good scout. The guys, um, you know, executed uh, without scoring the goal. But I mean, they they stuck to the game plan, played well. Uh, but yeah, LMU is just a really tough team to beat. And uh, if you look up and down their schedule, um, they've played the best of the best. Similar to us, they've mm-hmm. had a really really strong uh, strength of schedule. And we're able to beat uh, some of the top teams in the country. And the way they play is really tough because it's different. And uh, we had a, a large amount of the possession, a large amount of the chances, and they walked away a winner. And credit to them, right? They're, they're advancing and uh, they're hard to beat. So um, on the day, you know, we, we tip our caps to them and, and wish them a best of luck moving forward. Um, but we, we feel like we were certainly right there and it could have gone our way on the night. It just didn't. What's, talk about their style. What, what's different with their style than, than what you normally see? Well, they're comfortable with you being on the ball. You know, they're a tough group. They pick their moment to, to just push, push numbers forward and, and score their goals. Um, and that's what they did. You know, they weathered the storm early on. That They knew that, you know, we came out to play. And then they weathered that storm and picked their moment in the second half to to counter and, and score a good goal. Um, that there's nothing that I have bad to say about their goal. Um, they earned it. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, in the second half, we, we once again created a lot of chances and had a few calls that just didn't go our way. And that's the sport, you know, that's the, the postseason play. It's, it's a matter of, you know, uh, inches, uh, really when it comes down to this, uh, level of game. So, um, yeah, the guys uh, executed the game plan, and, and LMU presented kind of what we thought they would. And, and even when you know that it's coming, it's still hard to beat. Yeah, we're trying to Paul Zazinski, the men's soccer coach at JMU, as they wrapped up their season this past Saturday in the Sweet 16 of the NCAA tournament. And uh, were you happy with how you guys played defensively for the most part? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there was a couple, maybe three chances on the night from them, uh, you know, that that could have gone their way, but and they were able to convert one of those. Um, but at the end of the day, yeah, our guys, you know, certainly played well and were up for the moment. And, you know, that there was a lot that goes into thanks, you know, missing Thanksgiving, uh, with their families. And we had a long, long travel day across country and just battled some adversity along the way. And, And our guys, you know, defensively, offensively, mindset wise, just never wavered. And, uh, that's a sign of a good team. And I'm certainly proud that, uh, they competed and represented JMU, um, you know, where no matter if it was on their home field or, or a cross-country flight, and, and uh, the guys just showed up and, and were ready to go. So uh, much credit to them. I want to ask you about Rodrigo Robles because he was he was sensational down the stretch for you guys. Again, to close out the regular season, um, he scored against Georgia Southern, UCF. He scored against Kentucky in, in, the, in the tournament. Um, he had two goals against Pittsburgh. I had a shot against Georgetown on the one nothing victory. He had four shots against LMU. He he was at a different level late in the season, wasn't he? For you, 
he was just playing with a lot of confidence, and, and that was something that, you know, he earned. He earned that confidence um, because he's been with the program for a long time, and um, as any player has had, you know, ups and downs along the way. But we really saw the best of Rodrigo uh, in, in the tail end of his career, which is amazing because he helped us win and helped us get to, you know, uh, an elite level. And, uh, you know, I, I think the biggest thing I would commend him for is not as much the play, even though it was, it was really good and, and amazing for our group, but more so his leadership abilities. I mean, you really saw what he was capable of in terms of a leadership capacity down the stretch, and I would put that on all of our captains and, and how great of a job they did. But, you know, Rodrigo was our emotional and uh, our vocal leader, and he really stepped up uh, down the stretch to, you know, help the guys stay connected and make them believe. And, and I think that uh, his leadership grew and grew um, throughout his time at JMU. So super proud of him and, and the rest of the captains and the, the upperclassmen that kind of paved the way for our success. You mentioned to stay connected just a second ago, and that's something that I know you and I have talked a little bit about throughout this season, but is, is this the most connected team that you've had or at least one of the most connected teams that you've had just on and off the field and, and how they are? Oh, certainly one of them. I mean, uh, you know, the, the biggest testament to them is um, I just never think that there was a lot of wavering with their confidence levels no matter what the circumstance. And I think it's hard for 18 to 23-year-olds to – you know, kind of stay level-headed, um, and uh, for the most part, uh, throughout the year, these guys did that, and they, they stayed together um, through the good and the bad and were able to put together a run because of it. But, you know, on and off the field, this group was extremely, um, you know, easy to work with. Uh, you show up to training every single day, and these guys worked hard. My staff and I, you know, enjoyed coaching them, uh, had them over for Thanksgiving dinner uh, with our families, and. Uh, you know, they're just a, a good group to be around, and uh, that's half the battle. It really is because I've been a part of a few teams here or there over my career where, you know, it's it's not always like that. You know, the college soccer is a grind, and uh, it can be very draining physically and emotionally, and sometimes you get kind of tired of being around the same people all the time, <laughs> and it's never going to be perfect, but this group really was a special group and one that uh, enjoyed you know, spending as much time as we could together and, and trying to make it last as long as we could, uh, which we, we did a fairly decent job of. Did you did you have an idea, even during during your training, but before the season began, when you guys got together, even maybe in the off season or, or this past spring, did you have an idea that this team had a, had a chance to be pretty special? Uh, I think so. Um, I think, uh, you know, it's hard to really know early on. I'm sure beating UCLA... <clears throat> excuse me, beating UCLA was uh, certainly a good indicator because they're a right. top-level program. Uh, but y you kind of have a couple of hunches along the way in preseason. Okay, this you know group seems pretty connected. Uh, okay, well, we look pretty solid on the offensive side of the ball, especially. We had three new guys plug into the back line, so that we knew would take some time to kind of um, get that cohesion needed to be successful in big moments. So we knew that the defense would only get better, and I think that that was evident throughout the, the year. Um, but, yeah, you can kind of sense that, okay, well, we got some special players returning, a lot of upperclassmen, um, and a lot of good things going for us early on. And um, we, we kind of knew that if we put it all together that we could be uh, pretty special. Just three seniors that you're losing, right? Correct. 
that means a lot of a lot of guys coming back off of this special team. So, so that <laughs> that I mean, I'm sure those guys are fun and exciting. And you're about to sit down and have some some one on ones. But kind of, what what will kind of be the message to to your guys and, and as you talk to all these guys and, and look forward toward next year? Uh, enjoy some downtime. That, that's <laughs> my message. Uh, you know, we were away from our, our families for Thanksgiving, uh, traveling. We were, you know, uh, on the road for three straight games in the postseason, um, as well as our conference postseason. So, uh, as well as the last regular season game down in Florida. So, the yeah. last, you know, three to four weeks have just been on the road. And uh, my biggest message to the guys, and we're actually, you know, going to sit down together as a, um, in terms of a team capacity this morning, and my, my message is going to be simple. Enjoy some time off. Enjoy some time with your family and your friends. You know, make sure that you're committed to the classroom as, as well um, because exams are coming up here shortly. And, uh, and then once you get back from Christmas break, uh, it's time to kind of really reset. Some of them will do it sooner. You know, some of them are ready sure. to go right now, and that's sure. great. Um, but for the most part, we, we just need a little bit of downtime to reflect um, and be proud of, of the season. Um, and then, you know, after they, they kind of have time to, to settle into the, the holidays, uh, once we get back, it's time to work. So um, really just uh, what you said, you know, we're returning a lot of guys and uh, a lot of upperclassmen, um, but that doesn't always translate to success. Yeah, no so, question. Um, the, the work will, will begin once we return, and uh, I'm, I'm confident that these guys have the work ethic uh, to really go after another good year in the fall. But uh Certainly want them to just uh, take a deep breath and, and finish up the, the, the semester the right way. We're talking to Paul Zizinski, men's soccer coach at James Madison. And how much recruiting do you have for next year? Is that wrapped up already? Uh, a little bit here and there. I mean, it's really an interesting thing because with the transfer portal and, and overseas recruiting and domestic recruiting, I mean, it never really does stop. Right. Um, but the good thing for us is we're really not, uh, you know, looking for a ton in 2024 because uh, of what you just mentioned, that the majority of our group is returning, and uh, that's a, a great thing. Um, uh, 2025 class will, will be really big. Um, but, no, we're, we're never really done, uh, you know, until we report for preseason camp in August. Uh, your, your eyes and ears are always open on the recruiting trail. What are you looking for for next year if you are looking? Uh, we're just looking for, you know, continued depth and, uh, you know, just to continue on with what we created this season um, because we know that we have a core group returning next season. Uh, but that being said, like I said, every year um, come August, it's a new team. Mm -hmm. And even though a lot of the faces will be familiar, you know, we'll add a couple of new guys to the group and, um, that we have to build our own uh, dynamic and, and environment. So um, we're, we're, you know, we've got a couple of guys that'll be coming in, and uh, we'll still be looking uh, as we go into August. And uh, we're just looking for another successful run. And we know that the Sun Belt is going to present its own challenges in conference. So um, certainly, we we feel up to the challenge, but we know we've got a lot of work on the recruiting trail as well as. Uh, in the spring season to remain competitive on the national scene come fall. Well, and, and I'm guessing being in the Sun Belt and then doing what you did this year to get to the Sweet 16, that's going to certainly help on the recruiting trail, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely think the move to the Sun Belt has uh, been fruitful um, in terms of recruiting. Uh, it's nice when 
you know, for the large portion of, of the year, the Sun Belt had the, the top one, two, and right. three teams in the country. And we had gotten all the way up to number eight, uh, which certainly helps, um, you know, in the recruiting aspects. Uh, but at the end of the day, we, we've got a lot to sell here at JMU, no matter what uh, the scenario, no matter what the conference. Um, myself and my staff, I feel confident in saying that we have a lot to offer student-athletes here, and, and that's a testament to the support staff, the professors, just the JMU community overall that makes it a, an easy sell. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, we're, we're confident, uh, you know, as to what we have moving forward, but uh, the recruiting is, is very competitive nowadays, and uh, we know that a lot of that competitiveness happens from the Sun Belt. You know, we're competing against them on the field, but also off the field with a lot of recruits and this and that. So uh, we're excited about the future in the Sun Belt, but it doesn't get any easier, that's for sure. Yeah, no doubt about that. Always working. Will you enjoy some downtime? Will you have some some time off? Uh, we'll see. You know, we're, we're uh, constantly hitting the recruiting right. trail. The, the, the staff does a great job to remain locked in. And then once, the, you know, Christmas time really comes around, uh, that's when we, we shut it down for a little bit. And okay. I think that is important uh, with how much time and effort uh, we put into this job and into college athletics. And, you know, sometimes the families have to sacrifice in, in many ways. And Thanksgiving was certainly one of them. Mm-hmm. So we really try uh, in and around Christmas to shut it down and, and put some focus on, uh, you know, the family and friends. So that's the goal. Uh, but for, for right now, uh, we still have work to do. Yeah, no doubt. Always, always, always. Coach, thank you so much for your time. Congrats on, on a wonderful season. Thank you for everything throughout the entire year. But uh, we'll catch up again here in the off season. But congratulations, Coach. Yeah, thanks for the coverage along the way, Dave. We really appreciate it.